You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey with a cold. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So you're a little stuffy tonight. I'm a little stuffy. You're a little under the weather. But I I think I'm on the mend. Yeah. And it's not going to stop me from having a cocktail and a chat with you this Absolutely. <laughs> it might help, actually, exactly. the situation. Got to get my priorities mm-hmm. straight. So it was your turn to make one for us tonight. Mm-hmm. And after our disastrously strong mint julep, oh, I think yeah. the people need a tasty cocktail. We yeah. need a tasty cocktail. <laughs> we do. We need a winner. <laughs> so I think we're going to redeem ourselves with this one. What do you have for us? I think so. It looks it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pineapple mojito. I got it off of a beautiful mess. They have so many great cocktails. And they're always pretty. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could probably just do the whole show just doing cocktails from their show. Um, so uh, what you do, you add some... Uh, rum to your glass and i think usually for a classic mojito you'd you would use simple syrup but mm-hmm. instead you use pineapple juice and you throw in some mint some mint leaves and a squeeze of half a lemon and half a lime and then you muddle that mm-hmm. and we have a muddler we do we have, have an, an official, official girl next door muddler <laughs> yes. now i think i should like put a label on it of some sort i think you should gnd <laughs> property of gnd uh-huh. <laughs> um and then um put some pineapple chunks and ice and then top with club soda and give it a give it a stir that's awesome it looks beautiful and i'm excited to try it all right cheers, cheers. that's so fresh and yummy mm. oh i think that the effervescence from the club soda mm-hmm. is doing good things for my sinuses there you go <laughs> really it's, good it's for sinus clearing properties exactly. right I love it. It's really mm-hmm. fresh and the pineapple is sweet, but not mm-hmm. overly sweet. Like, you know, when you have a tropical drink and it's yeah, sickeningly sweet, like Hawaiian punch. Ooh, yeah. This is not at all like mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. tasty. And it's mm-hmm. actually drinkable without burning our nose hairs exactly. out because it's so strong like <laughs> oh last <my> time. <laughs> so we're good. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could start with just um, a little update mm-hmm. on how our kind of Yes. Pet projects are going. Mm-hmm. So you, why don't you start, actually? Okay. Um, you have an e-course that you're developing yes. that I'm so excited for, you. for you to share with everyone. So how's that coming along? What's the latest there? Well, my e-course, Radiant Mamas, is coming along. Mm-hmm. I've got my logo designed. So actually, I just started putting some mock-ups together for what the website, what the actual course is going to look like. Oh, okay. So that's really exciting. Yeah. It's a little daunting to look at a blank page Ugh. and have these ideas of yeah. what I want the feel of the course to be. You know, I want it to be just very resourceful. I want it to, you know, just be very user friendly. So kind of starting out, um, but just trying to get something on the page so I could kind of start to work with that. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a really solid outline that I feel really good about. And I've got some I've got several lessons in development, but I don't have anything polished. Okay. So you're so, in the very developmental stage, which exactly. is Exactly. Which is which good, is good, yeah. But I think I'm I need to start really pushing and like kind of taking it to that next level. I think it's kind of a comfortable place to be mm-hmm. in development, writing drafts, you know, on Like anything on goes, this. right. Exactly. And it's kind of time to start getting really serious mm-hmm. about it. I have been doing a couple more interviews with working moms which is so awesome. cool. Every time I do one, I learn something new and it just re-inspires me about the oh, course. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But definitely one thing, it is hard to schedule working moms. <laughs> they are busy ladies. <laughs> that is no easy task. So yeah, you know, we've done some where it's after bedtime hour, some where it's mm-hmm. during lunch at work, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of all different things. So that is a challenge that, it, I mean, it's obvious, but I didn't really think right. about. Right. So they just don't have all this time to sit exactly. around and chat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what about your book? I think there have been some exciting. There have been, there have been, there's going to be lots coming out, lots of new news on the, on the website, oh, but awesome. um, probably next week, okay. I'm hoping, okay. but we are in the line editing stage. So okay. it is being proofread by eyes other than mine. And oh, that must feel um, good. Yeah. It's amazing. So I think a lot of the major changes, unless, unless something pops up where we're like, Oh, you know, this right. really, this section, now that we look at it again, right. really doesn't make sense or whatever. I think that's, that's all done. And we're at the point of adding 
you know, or subtracting punctuation mm-hmm. and that kind of thing wow. and checking for gaps. But so that's being done and that takes probably about two weeks and then it will be ready to go to layout where oh there'll be more eyes looking at it. I'll probably ask your eyes to look okay. at it even oh, I'm ready. just, and that's more looking at like, okay, is How there a spot where like, yeah, like where the indent didn't right. transfer into the software or whatever. Mm-hmm. So and the cover is pretty much finalized. <gasps> really? So by oh. Monday, I'm hoping I should have the cover in my hands and be able to share it on oh the gosh. on the website. Oh, wow. That's yeah. So cool. And then we did set an official release date. So that's August 4th. August 4th. Back for back to school time. And that gives us Perfect. plenty of time to kind of ramp up because there's a lot of, um, which I'm just getting into and mm-hmm. just learning about, but lots of ramp up and strategy, you know, revolving around that. So yeah, putting together a launch team and things like that. So there'll be wow. all kinds of updates yeah. coming up soon on the Canon Teacher. I'm excited to learn from you about all this yeah, stuff. I just feel like it's this whole it's aspect. It's behind of, the scenes glimpse for me right now. Like uh-huh. I'm like, what? This right. is crazy. Right. So. And soon it's, it's your product. So like mm-hmm. you have to make decisions about it. And mm-hmm. it seems like so much too with the marketing, it can be, it's what you make of it. Totally. Like as much effort as you put into mm-hmm. it, you'll get out of it. Yeah. Which is yeah. a little scary, but exciting. Right. Too. Like basically there's going to be a chunk of time right around when it comes out. That's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you just kind of have to say yes to everything right. and be willing to speak or travel or do uh-huh. whatever. If you know, God right. willing, those opportunities exactly. come along, exactly. but, um, the whole kind of, you can sleep when you're dead, you know, exactly. and that act like this mm-hmm. is what you've been working for. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping for that. Cause that, that, means it's doing well so that's awesome yeah so let's talk about um on creative projects mm-hmm. how do we push ahead like if if we're on a creative project and we feel like we're tapped out and we just don't have any more energy oh, yeah. or ideas so what are some things you do to inspire yourself or to mm-hmm. keep motivated when you're working on a project yeah this is something that i think is so important that i found to um, kind of think about and sort of have those tools or approaches in your back pocket so you know how mm-hmm. to get them out because I think you can spend time being stuck and you don't really know that you're stuck. Yeah, you know? spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so on my e-course, I kind of mentioned it, but it's doing another interview or talking to another working mom mm-hmm. because whenever I do that, I am reminded that the content I'm creating from my course comes directly from my experience and I'm just finding that it really resonates with right. other working moms and it gets me so excited to share it. Right. With right. Other like people. you have, you feel like, Oh, this is why I'm doing this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that really helps me. Actually, I worked with, um, Andrea Shear from, um, superhero life who does the Mondo Biondo e-course. Oh, okay. I yeah. worked with her for a one day consulting session mm-hmm. on initially developing my e-course. And that was actually something that she had said to me. She was like, whenever you get stuck or you're just feeling like you're not going anywhere on this project, I want you to do another interview. That's great. And that's great. been such good advice. At the time, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. But mm-hmm. that's been something that, makes that total sense. I've come back to. So that helps a lot. Um, kind of related. I mean, maybe it's not my e-course. It can be whatever, but talking to someone. Yeah. Like our creative club. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have like, creative club. Yes, just, you know, where um, Eric and I just get together to talk about whatever creative projects we're working on, mm-hmm. whether it's little minor blog things or bigger mm-hmm. things and just bring it, our computers and yeah, just hash it out together. Admitting that you're stuck is mm-hmm. is such a relief sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do yeah. this. Like, or, I need more eyes on uh-huh. this. And just um, sometimes just articulating what it is that you're stuck on. Right really helps. And I've even found in that process, like when I, when you ask me a question about what I'm working on mm-hmm. and then I need to clarify it, mm-hmm. I'm really clarifying it for myself. Yes. Like, because I've never had to answer for mm-hmm. it, you know, I mm-hmm. haven't thought through, okay, what is my purpose with this or where am I going with this? Yeah. And to have to s- explain it to someone, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, it is this and not that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's huge. And I think there's been so many times too that I've with my e-course or with something I'm thinking about doing on my blog. And when I talk to you about it, you'll bring up an aspect that I hadn't even thought of. And Mm -hmm. it gives me, oh, you know, this whole new aspect to work on or a new angle. And it's like, oh yeah, like this kind of all fits together because of this that I hadn't even thought of. Mm -hmm. So that just really, every time I do that, something good comes from it. So that really helps. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Another one I had uh, is... Well, this kind of sounds harder than 
it can be, but just start. Yeah. Like for, for a blank page and I'll do this for work when I need to start working on a story or a report mm-hmm. and I have no idea. Literally, sometimes I will just close my eyes or just type. Yep. I will just start typing. Mm-hmm. Like a little kid on a keyboard. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just a jumble. It's not complete sentences. It's just random words like in the intro, I want to say something about this research. Mm-hmm. It is like, but it gets something on the like page. Like stream of consciousness yes. on the page. Yeah. And I have been so surprised at the number of times that I get something workable from that. Mm-hmm. It like really surprises me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I even have a phrase that I end up keeping. Right. Just, or ends up being like the whole thesis mm-hmm. for whatever you're working on. Like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to stop mm-hmm. thinking and just let it go. Yep. So exactly. So what about you? What about when you're kind of feeling low energy on your stuff because you've had to like keep moving yeah. forward even yeah. though I know on some of these parts you've had to work so hard on I know you've been just like sick of looking at it right How do you just keep going I have found it's interesting that you ended with that idea of just just do it you know I have found that is the biggest thing to me I mm-hmm. found that number one I think a lot of the times when we're saying we're not inspired or not motivated it's really kind of um, from a fear place mm-hmm. like I'm afraid to do this wrong yeah. Or I'm afraid it might be good actually. And uh-huh. what's going to happen with that? And right. am I ready for that? Mm-hmm. Or I'm afraid of pleasing this audience mm-hmm. and that audience and you just end up doing nothing. So I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned in this book writing process is to just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something that's really helped with that is just the outline to plan it out. And then like yeah. there were days where I did not feel like writing. I mm-hmm. did not and, and some days that I didn't, but mm-hmm. days that I made myself, it was like, okay, what's next on the outline or what right. on this outline can I write, mm-hmm. you know, a few words on. And I think that's huge. Like I never would have thought that word count mattered in writing yeah. a book, that mm-hmm. you literally are just aiming for words at mm-hmm. a certain point in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that really surprised me. So I think it's really honestly more about habit than motivation. I know. It really is. And that a lot of it finds you, like you said, you just start doing it because mm-hmm. that's what you do and it finds you on the page mm-hmm. or it finds you on the canvas if you're an yeah. artist or whatever it might be. Like I actually, somebody just, um, Donald Miller just had a blog post today about this mm-hmm. and he was saying about writing a book. He said, here's the reality. A book will demand your all. That great line won't come to you on a schedule, though you should keep one anyway, but it will come to you when it wants and you have to be sitting there when it arrives or you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. I was like, ah, it's amazing. So I feel like I just keep hearing that message from so many people. Mm -hmm. It just is clearly a truth. Right. And I'm like this and it's what I've experienced for sure too, that Mm -hmm. like if you wait for it, Mm -hmm. it's never going to happen. Like you have to create it and has to find you working and like, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's something, there's something I'm all about quotes. I have another one for (laughs) you. I love it. So this is from Macklemore. Oh, you know, okay. we talked about how we enjoyed the rap. Well, yeah. I oh, yeah. I definitely enjoy the rap. <laughs> and so he, there is this quote that literally hit me like a ton of a brick, ton of bricks in one of his songs because I like to listen to rap music while I'm writing sometimes. Right. Because it just gets juices flowing. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about art and he said, the greats weren't great because at birth they could paint. The greats were great because they paint a lot. And I was so like, oh, true. brilliant. Like that's You're going like, up on my office it, wall. Exactly. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though like yes you're you I think people have inherent talents and right gifts but but if they don't you, practice you them. don't do them mm-hmm. it's not you know do the work so yeah. and then I think the other side of that um for staying motivated and keeping the juices flowing mm-hmm. so to speak is rewarding yourself yeah and having some goals and like okay now I'm gonna get out and go live some life because if you just right. sit in front of it all the time right. too like you have to get out and inspire find inspiration right. in nature or in, right. you know, relationships or whatever. That's actually so. kind of totally related to something else that I was going to say. I've been thinking about this idea. I think I got it. I, I was already kind of thinking about this concept of creative field trips. And then I think Elise mentioned it on her podcast, but I've, yeah, I've become like really, I'm thinking about it a lot. I think I want to be more intentional about taking these creative field trips, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I mean, maybe it'll be a museum, but maybe sometimes it'll just be, um, a park or just kind of going somewhere that's out out of your routine Mm -hmm. 
and just going, like not having an objective, not mm-hmm. having something you're going to accomplish, but just to see something right, else. Right. I mean, it might not directly impact your work, but I think it's just kind of a good habit to have to get out of just those mm-hmm. that normal daily routine or just even the practice of setting aside time in your life where you don't have to go out and accomplish something. Right. Right. You know, and that you just will run out of fuel. Otherwise mm-hmm. like you run out of material, mm-hmm. you know, if you're mm-hmm. not actually living that life right. that you're yeah. trying to express in your creativity mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Okay. So what, um, do you have any rituals mm-hmm. when you're working on a creative project? I was thinking about this. I feel like, I almost feel like right now, my life is kind of so compartmentalized in terms of like having to work once mm-hmm. Dash goes to bed or trying to fit in something on my lunch break at work. I almost don't have a ton of time for rituals, but I was trying to think kind of in my perfect working situation. Mm-hmm. I would definitely have a super hot cup of coffee mm-hmm. in my hydro flask <laughs> yeah. so that it would stay hot for <laughs> like an hour. Hot. Exactly. Um, definitely having, you know, a big chunk of time, mm-hmm. not feeling rushed. Um, definitely having my bullet journal. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a given. Pretty much <laughs> if you're not sure what we're talking about, listen to any of our other episodes and we talk about bullet journal. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> um, and I think too, just having a very, the more organized mm-hmm. and clean my surroundings are, that is just creative fuel for me. Isn't that funny though, too, that goes along with that whole habit and working yeah. hard and showing up like you'd think, oh, I'm a creative, like I have this oh, yeah. creative mess. And obviously if you're working with like paints and stuff, right. things it are depends. messy, but I bet you there's still order mm-hmm. to really successful mm-hmm. yeah. artist studios or, right. you know. Because then it just feels like the tools that you need are, right at your hand Mm -hmm. or it just, yeah, it just feels like then I can just kind of let my mind go because I don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. stuff that I have to put away. So I also think there's a piece to that that's about taking it seriously too. Oh yeah, Like Like I didn't just clear off this spot on my dining room table, but I have this space created and dedicated to this and I'm Mm -hmm. intentional about what is or isn't in it. Yeah. You know, I like that. So So what about you? Um, you, you have like, uh, your creative (laughs) candles. I do have creative candles. (laughs) I need to get one of those. So I use candles for motivation and other things too. I use it for cleaning. Like I won't, I'll get the a new candle, candle based reward system. I totally have a, a blog post on this. <laughs> I'm going to, that's a great idea. See you talking to others gives you ideas. Mm-hmm. So, I like for to sidetrack for cleaning. If I get a new candle, uh-huh. I'll put it in a room and I won't let myself burn it until that room is clean. I love this. So, so it's like much. a punctuation mark on the end of my cleaning gotcha. on it in any given room. And, and then it's I like, like you just sit candle. and enjoy that room. Mm-hmm. I but I it. won't do it until the room is clean. I love it. And then is Jeremiah like not allowed to mess with the candles at all? Is no, he allowed to he's, light them? You know, he's joining in my rituals. I'll tell you oh. about this part. Okay, so we have a home office and we share it. Uh-huh. And he works from home probably about half the week too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we each have our own desks. And I started, I have a writing candle, which this is like the most expensive of my candles. It's right. the you volcano it. one mm-hmm. that I talked about. And I'm only allowed to write to light it when I'm writing, mm-hmm. according to me. Right. <laughs> because I'm very smell oriented anyway, so it smells like writing to right. me now. Like mm-hmm. it gets my mind in that mood I and it. it's kind of a re- reward when I get to go get a new one because I'm like, oh, look at all this writing yeah, I've done. Right. But he like has started it himself. Really? And so our candles are competing oh, for no, smells. And I'm like, you're messing with my writing smell. He's like, no, I've got my productivity yeah. candle on. So he's got like fresh bamboo going over there or black sand, like something a little bit manly, you know, on his desk when he's thinking. And so awesome. he's kind of adopted that habit for me, but it's, it's putting a cramp in my style a little <laughs> oh, bit. Man. But I also am very like, I have to be chewing on something. Oh, interesting. Like if I am really into writing uh-huh. or fixing something on the blog or whatever like my pen is in my mouth for oh, okay. sure that's how i know i'm You're focused a pen chewer. i am a pen chewer so don't ever my pens are not sanitary okay noted and or i need to chew on ice so like i'll have like a big oh, glass yeah. of ice water right. and just uh-huh. or like hard candy or i need something like christmas mm. when i was working on the book it was candy canes like uh-huh. i have to have it just helps me think i don't know interesting so yeah, and then I have my different, I've talked about this before, I think too, but different music for different Right, different goals. stages. Like if mm-hmm. I really need to write and get things done, I, I'm not ashamed to put on banjo music. Sure. 
Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Macklemore, clearly. Of course. Whatever, you know. <laughs> I think there was some Nicki Minaj in the mix today oh, yeah. even. I and I was like, that. I mean, she was getting down. And so I had <laughs> I had no excuses. So you had to get serious yeah. too? Yeah, for sure. So it, when you're not getting serious <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, I do. We what is your transitions lately? I'm not joking I hope around. our listeners are appreciating it. <laughs> What is your favorite way to procrastinate? Oh, okay. Procrastination of choice. Yeah. Okay. I wish I had something better to say, but it's like checking social media oh, and reading totally. blogs. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I wish I could say like, oh, reading a novel or doing something cerebral, but no. Yeah. It's that. I mm-hmm. even put I put um, on my outline, checking social media, womp, womp. <laughs> the usual i know mine is totally that too that's my biggest one like i'll actually open an empty document Uh and then go check facebook i know like it's a conscious i know nope don't want to do that i know it's it's awful i I should really do what i know people do and like turn my wi-fi off Mm -hmm. and just make myself right but it's like, I can't I, bring I myself know I should, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that, um, you know, sometimes maybe I'll, you know, decide, oh, I need to organize or clean this. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen quite as often. Um, or then maybe I'll just end up writing in my bullet journal or just like making a list because that feels yeah, productive. Totally. But I totally know what task I should just be doing. I should just be doing work and not writing out a list right. of the work I should be doing. <laughs> but it feels like, oh no, I've got a list of what yeah. I'm going to do and like accomplishment. Check. Exactly. I'm done for the day here. Exactly. And you put like make a list on there <laughs> with know, a check. Exactly. Check. <laughs> having a great day. I do the same thing. Um, I also like, I will read other blogs and books to uh-huh. a fault where then I get myself in this circle going, oh, I can't be as good as them. Yes. Like, why am I trying? Oh, you get like worst. frustrated instead of appreciating it or being inspired by it and it's right. totally when i'm doing it to procrastinate uh-huh. you exactly. know actually um my friend Allie wrote about r- her post title was at some point you have to stop reading blogs and it wasn't like she's like an avid reader and as uh-huh. a writer you right. should read a lot but she's right. like you just have to at some point like mm-hmm. stop asking stop researching stop looking things up and just like try them on your own you know even in life like just try your it. own recipe or try right. And then like, just do it yourself. Yeah. Um, There was this in the Mondo Biondo e-course that I did. There were a lot of kind of these like positive affirmations. One that really stuck with me that I've carried with me is you have everything you need to begin. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I think so many times we do feel like, oh, I don't you know, have the skills for that Mm -hmm. or do whatever. But it, the more I think about it, there's always something that you can do to start. Right. You can start comparing yourself to someone else. And yes, you might not have as many years of experience or a certain qualification or whatever, but, um, even if it's just writing as far as you can go and then listing the things that you need to Mm -hmm. learn or whatever. And don't we let, like, we let the end get in the way of our beginning. Mm -hmm. Like totally you, you compare someone else's end to your beginning. Mm-hmm. Like they've put that out there and they've worked really, really hard and mm-hmm. polished that up and edited it. And, right. you know, they could have been working on that post for months. Mm-hmm. And then you just assume they like oh, well, sat I, down and typed it out. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, like why oh, should I even if start? If I can't do that today, then why should I right, even try right. anything? It's such an unfair comparison to ourselves really when yeah. we think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So, okay, let's move on to... Let's move on. Now that we're gonna stop procrastinating, yep, and we're just starting. We're fuel working. ourselves creatively. Yes. So, what are some what hair products do you use? <laughs> There's really not a good transition. No, there isn't. I tried. Just, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Let's just talk about hair products. Yeah, let's I just mean, get into it. All right. So you just got oh, a haircut recently. I just got a haircut. I did not purchase any new hair products. No, because I feel like okay. We could probably talk about this for a long time. I just, you know, I have like random hair products yeah. knocking around right. under my in my bathroom cabinet. And it's like, I feel like I should use those up. But honestly, I don't really understand what my hair is like. Right. I don't know what hair products I need. So I feel like I'm always buying different ones. And then... Like wasting them and not, yeah. not using them. So anyway, I kind of felt like, okay, I got this haircut. I want to buy new things, but I haven't figured out what I should buy. So... 
I still have my old random ones that I'm going to share with all you right. today. So these are, it's like all from, you know, like different phases of, you know. <laughs> so okay. you, the, this is nothing you use regularly. Mm, I do put like <laughs> on any given day, I'll use a combination of like okay. one or two You're of like, these. I should put something in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> something, like something with a little bit of hold. And I guess I'll say, okay, so my hair is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly straight, but then I have the tiniest bit of wave to mm-hmm. it that I can't let it air dry because then it's frizzy. I definitely have to blow dry it. And it kind of has like just enough wave that it just looks weird. Not that it looks <laughs> cute. It's just enough so it kind of flips out funny. Oh, like won't lay, right? Exactly. Or, yeah. Exactly. So I've kind of realized I don't have enough wave or curl that I can let it, you know, like I can put product in it and let it dry wavy. right like scrunch no yeah i have tried that many a time and it's like i look like a bird's nest <laughs> hair and it's not cute and it is not the like easy right. beach look that right. you're going for um so anyway okay um i have this veda smooth infusion mm-hmm. i think it's for you know when you want to wear your hair straight which sometimes i do so then sometimes i'll put some in my mm-hmm. hair okay then from so Another. that's like a smoother, like a defrizzing kind of a situation. Yeah. Okay. And I think it works well. Mm-hmm. Um, it smells nice. And that's then, a big thing. It's got to smell good because oh, yes. you're going to smell it all day. Exactly. And Aveda stuff smells really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Then when I was in the phase and it was like, I think I could get my hair to dry wavy, you uh-huh. know, I've got this, um, I got it at Tony and Guy where I get my hair cut sometimes. There's a lot of names on here. <laughs> Catwalk, <laughs> the official Curl name. Collection, Curl-esque Curls Rock Amplifier. Holy cow. Um, That's a little insane. There's a lot going on. That is, there is a lot going but on. But I use this. I guess I put it in my... I just put it in my hair. I don't really know why. Because I feel like I should put a product in my hair. Like a little something something? Gives a little bit of hold, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, then the last thing is I have this... Um, uh, it's organics brand Moroccan argon oil, mm. which I know you're a, you're kind mm-hmm. of a fan of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a weightless healing dry oil. And sometimes I'll put s- like just one, like spread it in my hands, one mm-hmm. spray and put it on the tips of my hair. But mm-hmm. I've also used it, um, like as an overnight hair mask, like oh, I'll like yeah. put a bunch in my hair and mm-hmm. then maybe braid my hair or mm-hmm. put it back. I don't know. A little con- deep conditioning. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Anyway, um, this is the status of my hair products. I don't feel proud of it. <laughs> I, it's way better than your makeup bag with your Burt's Bees. But <laughs> I feel like it's similar and that is just like random products that I've had for years and I don't really know what I'm doing with them. Okay. This is what I've figured out. I think it's the same with my makeup and my hair stuff. I want stuff but I don't really know what to buy mm-hmm. and then also I want stuff that isn't tested on animals mm-hmm. and that is you know doesn't have gross chemicals mm-hmm. and then I feel overwhelmed and I don't know right. what to buy and then I don't buy anything right so that's my dilemma so do you riddle me this okay. do you like how your hair turns out when they style it where you get it done oh um Yes. Like, are you like, oh, I love that. Why can't I get my hair to do that? Yes. But I think it's because the girl who does my hair knows how to make these awesome loose waves with the curling iron. Oh, okay. I think it's more that situation. Okay. So it's a skill set. Yes. Okay. (laughs) That is harder to acquire (laughs) than the products. Because that to me was the biggest game changer. Like I um, have very thick, very coarse, dry hair. Okay. Like it's it's a situation to, to tame. Okay. And first of all, moving to the desert is fabulous for my hair because the frizz is much less and it's way less big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yeah, things have changed for me since I moved to the desert, but I had a girl do my hair and she did it Um, First of all, I let it grow and grow and grow because I was so frustrated with it. It was up all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I had her cut it, but it was still a long cut. And she's like, well, you have really heavy hair. Mm -hmm. It actually works better when it's long because Uh I had always had it shorter or somehow layered because I felt like it would like tame it, you know, like take some of the beast away. Uh But it was actually just making it poof out all the time. (laughs) She's like, no, like use the weight of your hair and it'll Uh like sleek it out. So she did it long and then I I did the bangs and when I went to the bangs I will never go back I don't think because I can still pin them back like they're pinned back right Right. now because I'm lazy (sighs) but I love 
that it like cuts down on my face square footage. I <laughs> see. We we did. We both <laughs> talked about our big foreheads. Like I have a big forehead, and I have like big cheeks, like big like i just have a big you face just feel like it works you know yeah so I was it's looking, flattering i was looking at pictures of myself from a few years ago when i was wearing bangs and i was like "Ooh, bangs so i'm kind of i'm mm-hmm. kind of thinking about it again Maybe i feel like it's flattering like... on a lot of people but mm-hmm. people are scared of it because yes. once you cut them you're like oh what if i, I want to grow them out but exactly i won't it's go back because okay. i need to have some sort of bang okay at all times but anyways okay. i digress she <laughs> cut my hair fabulously and she used moroccan oil product uh-huh. like the brand the moroccan brand. oil mm-hmm. and I do not believe it's tested on animals, but I can't 100% okay. vouch can for look. that. Sometimes there's a little Yeah, symbol. there's no... There's a bunny. Okay. I think there's a bunny. That seems good. But I thought it was supposed to have like a... Is happy bunny? That's what I mean. sad bunny? It's just a bunny. There's no like... Oh. No smoking sign through I it. See. You know what I mean? I see. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no words that say no tested on... Anyways. We'll look it up I online. don't know, but I have to tell you because I try to be conscious of that too, but this stuff is so amazing for my hair. <laughs> I mean, it probably is making bunnies have some pretty fabulous hair too. <laughs> yeah, maybe they, they use do. it on bunnies. <laughs> They're like, bunnies love this stuff too. But, so I just use basically the whole line, but what's really cool, and you could even maybe do this, if you go to their website, you can put in what kind of hair you have, oh. what kind of needs you have for uh-huh. your hair, and then there's like different lines for different, oh. which... I think a lot of people so have So they might lines. have stuff that's for fine hair because yes. it sounds so heavy. See, and that's the thing. They have Moroccan oil. Like I have the oil treatment right. that I put in like out of the shower mm-hmm. um, on my ends and it just helps with the dryness and uh-huh. whatever. But then they have a light version of oh. that for less thick, coarse hair. Okay. And then I use their, um, what else do I use? I use their shampoo and conditioner and even that alone, which I was never, I never well, believed that really shampoo and conditioner, difference. no. Like it, does. it makes a huge difference. Um if you find the right product for your hair, I think that's I think the big since thing. I have, um, I've now switched since a couple of years now of using uh, shampoo without sulfates. Mm-hmm. Like they're usually kind of the more natural mm-hmm. ones, and I do think that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. The like most of the most of the ones that you just find at the grocery store and the drugstore have sulfates, which is just um, it's a detergent and it's just kind of harsh and like drying. strips your hair a little bit. Yeah, and so since I've not been using those, I think that. That mm-hmm. does make a difference. Yeah. I really love it. It's pricey, but it mm-hmm. to me it made the biggest difference. And that's how I found it is because she used it. And then mm-hmm. I would ask like, oh, what gotcha. are you using? And she wasn't at all like trying to sell it to me uh-huh. actually. But uh-huh. I was like, well, maybe I'll give that a try because okay. my hair feels amazing. And Okay. All right. I'll look into it. It was I'll a see. game changer I'll for see me what the for bunny, sure. the bunny status is. And yes. Maybe I'll make Otherwise, does Aveda, I know they're very all natural with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Do they do no animal testing? I am pretty, well. Hmm. You know, it doesn't. Or they're like, we do, but it's all good for the animals. <laughs> Don't exactly, worry. About exactly. It. Actually, it doesn't say on here. I would think that they would, but it actually doesn't say. So um, I might need to check. Yeah, it's one of those things. I just, I get the environmental guilt. I know. And then I'm just plagued and I, like, can't I do anything. Mm-hmm. I can't make a decision. So. Anyway. All right. Those, that's our hair situation. Yeah, that's our hair situation. All right. So, and I have, by the way, I can maybe show you. We can do a tutorial. Maybe oh. we'll do our first video. Oh, what? what? I've semi-mastered, semi-meaning half my head turns out still a little better than the other half. Okay. The, the the looser waves with a hot iron. Okay. Not a curling iron, but with right. a flat and iron. I am, I can, yeah, I can make the left side, mm-hmm. the left side of mm-hmm. my head. The right side, no, because pretty. Mine are getting pretty close. Are they? I think I just. I think I just need more time. But yeah, it, the on the left side because I'm reaching across with my right hand. Yeah. I can do it so well, and then like on the right side, it's so cramped. I don't even know. I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know which way everything is going. And I'm like, I'm like, things are things are going well. I'm gonna have a good hair day. Yeah. Like on the left side, and then like I swear <laughs> this <laughs> side <laughs> looks like like a twenties bob like one of those like all (laughs) curled up i'm like what is happening (laughs) like this side is like loose waves and this one is like curls like up to my ear i have to use like two different it's the same hand but two different techniques depending on what side i'm on okay i think i need to master that other technique we have to do it we'll do a video tutorial okay all right i like it so that's that's what's working for me okay so because this is popular by popular request right. and by popular request i mean ours we mean because us. we love doing this we're gonna play another another game this yeah. time it's called what's in your junk drawer yes so we talked about last episode how i went rummaging through uh-huh. kelsey's junk drawer with permission mm-hmm. 
And it prompted us to think we might have some funny things to talk about if we took a peek inside of our junk drawer. So we just took five. We, I did not bring my whole junk drawer over. We just took five, the five most interesting things we found in our junk drawer. <laughs> I think you should go first. I'm excited okay. to see what you I have. brought over a bag and I hid it from you so you I can't know, see too. it until we get started. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. So, this is what I found in my junk drawer. <laughs> and mind you, I still didn't clean it out. I just grabbed oh, interesting stuff and I slammed just, it like, close. Yeah, exactly. Sh- shove some stuff around and then put it back in there. Okay. The first thing I found... Mm-hmm is our vet bill from the animal <gasps> emergency clinic. Oh, and this is not from this time that Miko ripped off his dew claw. <laughs> this is from August oh, when it God. happened. Mm-hmm. So we have that. I don't even know. Where and so, so what's it doing in there? I couldn't tell you. Pretty sure we got home and... Just needed a place to shove uh-huh. it. It's like one of those documents where you're like... Like, I, I feel like I, I should keep this. Yeah, you like, I don't... Like, there's highlighting on it. Right, and that seems so official. Um, but you yeah. don't quite know where to put it. You don't really want to keep it. And you're just like, well, I'll just, like, save it here for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then if I don't need it, I'll get rid of it. But So if you're ever wondering, if your dog rips his juke claw oh, off and you need it? to go to the emergency room, it's approximately $130.55 to get them to rip it the rest of the way off oh and gosh. give you a fancy Band-Aid. <laughs> I hope Miko is saving his allowance. I know, right? We need doggy insurance, I think. <laughs> Something else I found, Let's and this see. was as I found it. <laughs> there is a random Ziploc bag with Velcro. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm to trying adhere to process to what I'm seeing mm-hmm. right now. And glow bracelets. Oh, and are they used? Or? Nope, they're brand new. They could still be used. I think that's why I saved them. I see. I think I got... Oh, I know why I okay. got them. It just now dawned on me. Okay. So we talked about how I throw a big Halloween party yes. every year. And I one of my Pinterest fails mm-hmm. was that it was everywhere for Halloween. Like you take a glow stick or glow bracelet mm-hmm. and put it in like toilet paper rolls that you cut the eyes out of. Like you cut eye shapes out of them okay. and then you put them in your bushes and it's supposed to look like... Okay. creepy eyes at nighttime okay. are glowing okay that doesn't work does not work so i have many a glow stick and i thought well i'll save them right or give them to nieces or whatever so yeah. and i don't know where the velcro is probably a remnant from my teaching days i uh-huh. don't know just so this random. is just chilling okay. in my junk drawer all okay. right i have some red acrylic <laughs> <laughs> red acrylic paint because I'm such a huge painter. Never know when you're going to need it. This is from when I was on a Christmas decorating rampage and okay. painted a little Be Merry sign for my living room, which oh. I was quite proud of, but I was so crazy and just had all the decorations right. everywhere and needed to like stash mm-hmm. them for a last minute party, right. I'm sure. And that's where it stayed. Okay. Red paint. Uh-huh. I have... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I have a mini scarf. <laughs> and it's it's mini. I mean, this would like and it's fit, a f- fit like a gnome. Yeah, like it would go on my chihuahua. Right. Is that it's, what it's for? No, but now I, <laughs> now now that you I really want to put it on him. So this is someone brought over a bottle of wine at Christmas time oh, as like a hostess gift. And cute. this was around and I was like, oh, well, I could use it if exactly. I bring somebody a bottle of wine exactly. at Christmas. But now I just want to put it on my chihuahua. <laughs> So, the, so there's that mini scarf. Mm-hmm. And then I came across this random picture of me <laughs> on a four wheeler uh-huh. in the North woods of Wisconsin in college. Um, yeah. Let me see that. Just hanging out in. Sure. In the junk drawer. Look at me. Your hair baby is short. Uh huh. Our baby. So that we may have to post that for oh, a little yeah. throwback Thursday. This is, yeah, this is going on Instagram <laughs> or the show notes or something. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, that is the random, random pictures or just drawer. this random one in the junk drawer? There was a couple other ones. Like it was a, a bunch of college ones, <laughs> but I just thought this one was amusing. How big is your junk drawer? A regular size drawer. Okay. Mine is smaller than yours. Mm. We have kind of like a smaller one. Like a mini guy? Yeah. I don't no, know I think remember. it's it's more like a silverware drawer. Like it's regular drawer size. Oh, okay. Ours is kind of half of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. The and other so stuff was more useful like, I don't know, pens and like, right. you know. A hair tie for if I'm cooking and need, you know, sure. you know, a hair tie <laughs> you <know>. naturally, Moroccan <laughs> oil. Um, okay, so and are you gonna find the proper place for these? Or are they just going back in the junk drawer? <laughs> I mean, tonight Let's be honest. they'll probably go back in the. Ju- I mean, the scarf is going they, on my dog <laughs> immediately, like right away. Yeah, 
And let's be honest, if it goes back in the junk drawer tonight, you're not going to like go in there no, tomorrow and happening. organize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, where else do I put my one tube of red paint that I own? I don't know. That's I tough. don't have a, I don't have a studio. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> this is what happens with the junk drawer. Like I don't yeah. have anywhere else to put it. Exactly. There it goes. Oh, it's tough. Okay. So that's what's in my junk drawer. Okay. What's in yours? Oh boy. <laughs> Mine is such a random assortment. Okay. Um, first of all, and this was taking up a lot of room. It is big. It's huge. It's like <laughs> it's like as wide as the drawer. It is a book of checks. <laughs> but it okay, it like opens up on two sides and it fits um like, you know, pads of checks on both sides. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very inefficient way to send you checks. It's super inefficient. And I think it was like, you know, we I didn't even know we had all of these. This is so many checks it's for a joint <laughs> checking account. So anyway, we've got all these And like checks. we don't write checks that much oh anymore in gosh, our life. I know. So it's like just for the landscaping. And then do you have this issue where you write, you order checks for an account and then you switch banks for whatever oh. reason, but you use so few checks that you have tons of leftover oh, checks? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I have like tons left over from, you know, they're in my maiden name. Mm-hmm. They're from old addresses. And then you feel like you should shred them because you have bank info. It's just a whole big thing. Oh, the shredding. Mm-hmm. Such an issue. Okay. <laughs> um, the next thing, um, this is, is so bad. There's There were not one, but two iPods. Oh. I know. I think that um, when it was maybe a little bit more organized and Chris or I would go running. Oh, you could just grab that quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I think they're just like not. Actually, I think now we both have newer mm-hmm. iPods and it's just one of these things where I feel really bad and wasteful. Right. Like they're perfectly good still. Awesome electronics. So two iPods. <laughs> um, okay. Then. Oh, a piece just <laughs> fell oh. out. Okay. Then we have. um <laughs> the I think it's the lock from our door from our um this is like a bunch of like hardware and stuff. <laughs> hardware and stuff um okay I think because Erica mentioned on our door that um leads into the garage we have a keypad oh yeah um, so is so that what was like there? do a code yeah so I think this was what was there <laughs> and we didn't know what to do with it so we put it in the junk drawer there you go and it feels like something you should keep right like this is always right. the problem like I might need that Exactly. If I take the keypad off, but right. probably not. Probably probably not. But then um, I also get the environmental guilt about putting stuff in the landfill. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather just hold on to it since mm-hmm. I don't know where to take it. Mm-hmm. Probably Habitat for Humanity. Yes. Or like Because the they re- could put it the on restore. a different door. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. We got to make a separate trip. Good call. We mm-hmm. got to like make a joint trip. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it Why? is like... Okay. <laughs> It is a she teeny, is a tiny, creepy, little, like creepy, tiny, teeny, tiny, creepy little baby figurine. <laughs> it's like as big as the tip of my pinky. <laughs> what is that? Okay. This, this Erica is a very typical classic chip kid stocking stuffer, which would be my oh. father. So, okay. My guess would have totally been that that was like for a baby shower, you know, where you have like. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen on like Pinterest or whatever where you have the babies floating in ice? <laughs> it's very, very morbid. And then when you, me- if yours melts first and is out of the oh. ice, you say, my water broke. It's oh. like a stupid shower I've game, never, which I I've never detest. Played that. I figured you got it at a shower of some yeah, sort. Yeah, that would be likely. But my dad <laughs> loves to just go to like random toy stores yeah. and find just random stuff to put in <laughs> stockings. And so Ship I'm pretty kid. sure this was in my stocking. <laughs> that is awesome last year and how did you even find it it's so tiny what i know it you... is so tiny i just randomly came across it in the junk jar and i'm sure now i'm like terrified that it's gonna stay out and oh and it does it's like so tiny but there are tiny letters that are telling me it is made in china and in case likely wondering. a choking hazard very a choking <laughs> hazard so we should probably freeze that into an ice cube okay a we couple. have to take a picture of Tiny I Baby. We got it. We got it for a size. Okay. Not one, but two bouncy balls. Oh, because that's Cause what why not? grown people with babies have. Yeah. We definitely had these before Dash. I don't even know. It's like, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's not from? like baby toys. Yeah. Um, okay. Last couple of things. Um, some stickers from Trader Joe's. Oh, I didn't know I Trader think, Joe's had stickers. Yeah, they give them to kids. And I think a couple months ago, someone who hasn't had kids, like a checker was like, oh, 
thinking like dash was like sticker age you know oh, like oh yeah. let me give him some stickers and i mean it was so cute so yeah i took them but he immediately tries to eat them right and, like it's not a good situation <laughs> stickers are not for babies right. so i like as soon as we got out of the store i was like give me those <laughs> um so those are knocking around and the last thing is some Burt's bees <laughs> Now, has that one been through the dishwasher? No, <laughs> I know, right? I probably should. This is a different one. And actually, I can tell you that this is one of Chris's sticks. And I will tell you why. Because of how it's shaped? Um, because this is like hearkening uh, back to the pet peeves. He always leaves it up so far. Oh, like you see how far. far up the stick is? Yeah. I would put mine down to like to be level yes. with the end yes because then you don't ruin it can't we agree that that's the right way yes. to do it that's not okay so anyway his is like you know it's like it's like it's like careless like he doesn't care if it gets smashed yeah exactly <laughs> so careless <laughs> oh my gosh your tiny baby wins wins the prize <laughs> tiny baby <laughs> it's so tiny and creepy like we'll put I, I don't know. There's going to be some sort of fun picture with me and the four wheeler and the tiny baby. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or perhaps the tiny baby will float in our mojito oh, yes. like the morbid shower. Game. Oh yeah. That needs to happen. <laughs> That's happening. Oh, so funny. Okay. So besides tiny babies, because yes. clearly we're spending a lot of time on mm -hmm. that. What else are you obsessed with lately? Okay. I've got one. I've got another little show and tell. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with, homemade granola oh just in the past few you're weeks, very you have a very serious face <laughs> i am <laughs> like i need to tell you about this <laughs> um just in the past few weeks i don't know why i think i wanted some granola at the store but i like kind of wasn't seeing the combinations that i wanted mm -hmm. i'd seen and it's some, expensive don't you feel like it's expensive yeah it's expensive and it doesn't last very long mm -hmm. it, i feel like around our house it'll only last for like two or three mornings agreed um so yeah, I'd seen some recipes online. So I just thought, hey, I'm going to try this out myself. And I could not believe how easy it was. It is. It's just, you know, oatmeal, oats, mm -hmm. some olive oil. You put whatever nuts and fruit you want in there. Mm -hmm. Maybe some spices. And it's delicious. It's fast. Mm -hmm. And you just bake it up, right? Yeah. You bake it on a cookie yeah, sheet. For I a couldn't while? believe I had never done it before. You're so. inspiring me. Oh, good. Because I have it on my list. And now I'm feeling like, why? Yeah, just I, make I it. mean, I did it during a nap time. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. And so then kind of related to that, I have this um, cookbook out from the library, Whole Grain Mornings, which a lot of people have been talking about by Megan Gordon. Hmm. Um, it's kind of newer, but I've seen a lot of people in the food blogosphere talk mm -hmm. about it. And it is awesome. I just, I want to make every recipe in here, but she has a recipe for granola and I made that this past weekend for a brunch and it was just really good. Ooh. It has some cinnamon, it has some cardamom, it has some vanilla. And Yum. then she also gives a breakdown of how to make your own granola because it's, you know, just like um, a quarter cup of whatever kind of mm -hmm. nuts you want, a quarter cup of whatever kind of fruit you want. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. I just love that it's so easy. You can customize it. And right obsessed i like that i saw a recipe i'm not sure what maybe smitten kitchens cookbook mm -hmm. um for homemade granola bars mm. which i've made before you just do them all in a pan and then cut them apart oh, yum. and they're very healthy and i've Is made it like them with honey or maple syrup maybe i wonder what yeah holds it together. yeah i think it's maple syrup that i but you can use any mm -hmm. and i've made them for new moms a lot and uh -huh. i'll bring that like with their dinner that I brought them mm -hmm. so they have something quick to grab in the morning because mm -hmm. they don't have time and that's really that yummy so too. Nice. We'll link to both of those because mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. like that idea. Mm -hmm. And we're both breakfast fans. Oh yeah. We could, I mean, we like cocktails but we could easily eat oh, breakfast yeah. food and talk mm -hmm. about it too. There's no reason why you can't have a cocktail with breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Brunch all the time. Mm -hmm. So my current obsession, which <laughs> I'm crazy excited about oh, this. Man. It's right here in front of <gasps> you. Okay. So it's my nails. You can't see it, but Kelsey can. And she I am excited. She appropriately reacted. They're, I noticed them during the podcast. Okay. Let me tell you what. Not only tell is us. our cocktail from a beautiful mess, but a beautiful mess had a do-it-yourself at-home gel manicure what? with no UV light necessary. What? And I am telling you, this is the second time I've done it now. And the first one lasted me five full days zero chips Shut zero up. 
anything. And all I had to do was buy certain nail polishes. Tell me of this magic. Okay. So it is, it's called, and I'm not sure the brand, maybe the brand is actually this, but it's called Jealous Nail Gel. Okay. Is, is one ingredient that you mm-hmm. need. I'll link, we'll link to all this is in the that show just notes. clear? It's clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the only place I could find it, I did look a couple places, but I ended up finding it at Sally's. Okay. And that's what she had said where she found it too. So you put a coat of that on first Mm -hmm. and then you put, um, and they even have, we'll just link right to the blog post, but they even have um, like dry times in between each coat, what you should do. I love So so they've tried this out. Yeah. So you put a coat of that on first and then any color, any brand nail polish you want, like whatever your color is. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so excited. I'm choking. I know. So then you put, another coat of the jealous nail gel and let that dry for a minute and then you put another you know your second coat of your color on okay and then the such i'm not saying it Uh right probably but the such vite top coat Mm -hmm. which is i've heard of that before too Uh you put that on top and then one more coat of jealous and you would think that that is like goopy and gross but it really is perfect as long as you wait in between the dry times but it doesn't take me any longer i'm a do your own nails kind of a girl anyways but Mm -hmm. then i got a couple of gel manicures for special occasions and I was really spoiled because mm-hmm. it I like to have my nails done and it lasted so much right. longer. But you do not need to use a UV light to dry them and cure oh, them so like nice. you do at the salon. And then what about taking it off? Because with the it gel comes manicure, off so easy. Oh my god! It comes off actually. I think it comes off easier than regular nail polish. Oh my god! Because I feel like the gel All coat the just like layers. it's in one coat and it just comes out. Oh my god! It's incredible. It's changing my life for sure. This is awesome because I. I don't paint my nails and I wish I did. I love it when I have my nails painted, um, but I feel like I always look crappy and then they mm-hmm. like chip so fast. So mm-hmm. that's I actually think- a secret productivity tip of mine too. Like oh. I can't work and be creative without my nails done. Oh. It bothers me to touch paper and like type and everything without really? my nails done. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I do feel like when I've had my nails done and then I go to work, I mm-hmm. do just feel like so put together and professional yes. sitting at the computer typing. Like look at me and my nails. It's like the five-year-old girl mm-hmm. in you just yes. like loves mm-hmm. to look at them mm-hmm. and and it stays super shiny. Yeah. this I just these did these today shiny. because I wanted to show you and because I, I wanted great. it to go with my wedding outfit for tomorrow. Okay. So, well, invite me over next time you're doing your nails. Yeah, we I can wanna, just do I it together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll link to all of the ingredients. And I'm thinking I might do my own little Ooh, share yeah. it on my blog and link to theirs too because I'm that excited about Perfect. it. So obsessed. Awesome. All right. So let's move on to neighborhood news. Okay. You I... have to update us because you had... A yeah, we had a little a date with a we had a little happy hour gentleman. with our with our um, older neighbor down the street that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. We did end up getting together um, with him a couple Saturdays ago. It was really nice. We went down to his house, and he um, his daughter was also there. Okay, um, they had just so much food out you oh, know they put out a spread oh it was so nice i mean just that's so cute you know they'd just gone to the store and like gotten oh. all these little things and i mean i was trying to eat as much as i could but there was yeah. just way too much that's but it adorable was, it was really sweet um and um he even found uh, he has a grandson that's like seven so they had this like basket of toys that they got out for dash oh. and it was just adorable um, I had mentioned that um, this gentleman does love a stiff drink. Yes. So he's, va- he's vodka on the rocks exactly. guy. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so when he asked, you know, what can I, what can I make you? I was a little nervous because, um, you know, um, but I asked for a gin and tonic. I mm-hmm. thought that could be pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he brought me my drink. I took one sip and I realized that I was basically holding a full cup of gin <laughs> you were weighing over your head <laughs> and i was like oh boy not sure what i'm gonna do here right right um so i took little tiny sips best i could i <laughs> did have to um kind of secretly make my way to the sink and oh. water it down with some water <laughs> this guy's not joking around with oh, the snacks could, or the i drinks. could not handle it it was so intense i do not know where the tonic was but i was not oh tasting man. it. so but then but then i had this very watery drink that i drank pretty fast so then he's like can i make you another <gasps> there you go and 
I couldn't say no. There you go. <laughs> I couldn't say no because I wanted to be nice. So then I'm holding a second cup of gin. Oh, because you had added. I thought you were saying he made you another one that was watery. Okay, no. So you, because you added I water. Made it watery. Then I was drinking it faster, you know. And I was like, okay, I want to finish this drink. Right. So then I'm holding the second cup of gin. And like the way everyone was sitting, I could not. I could not pull my watered down gin trick again. That's and awesome. so I feel like Chris was kind of giving me the, and like Dash was kind of getting a little fussy. Right. And so it was kind of like time to go. And I'm like, but I'm holding this full drink. Like what <laughs> There's I a lot do? of gin. Oh my gosh. I think I ended up, I did kind of make it to the sink and like water it down and like drink it halfway. And then I just had to. Yeah. Had just kind of set that. it down. Oh, it was that's tough. funny. So what um, did Chris have? He had, Mm, maybe maybe something with bourbon now i can't remember if it was kind of like a Manhattan. a mint tulip <laughs> i know i know i think but he finished his i don't think it was so bad oh it was so strong well i do feel like a gin and tonic is something like if it's too strong like oh, it ooh. is it is strong yeah no lime or anything right it tastes like it's like a alcoholic pine tree in your mouth yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it was and so anyway note to self next time i wasn't sure if i could ask for a glass of wine you know like i wasn't oh, right. sure if that was he was like right. anything you want but i didn't want to ask for something you didn't have so maybe next time i'll just bring a bottle of wine or yeah like a know. little host gift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway but it was awesome he was so nice that is adorable that there were snacks it was adorable. He was just so, so nice. I really want to have him down and have you guys over yeah. and our other neighbors yeah. on the street. That would be fun. We um, just finally met him, fi- you know, introduced ourselves oh, formally. Good. We had kind of waved before right. and our dogs were always yappy at him and I uh-huh. didn't want to, you know. Right. So we just kind of kept walking. But we finally stopped the other day oh. and said hi and introduced ourselves. Good. And he showed us a picture of um, a cabin he had like built with his Aww. wife and his brother-in-law in California mm-hmm. that they would like go get into the mountains Aww. and he was saying yeah I'm recently a bachelor I, yeah. I you know it was just so cute I and know. you could just tell he really enjoyed the company and he mm-hmm. said everyone's been so nice and yeah so yeah I I like our new friend Vod- vodka on the rocks yes exactly <laughs> um okay I have a very exciting update oh um, do tell a couple weekends ago it was pretty early in the morning and we heard like landscapers or mm-hmm. something. I mean, we were already up, so it wasn't mm-hmm. bothering us, but it was just kind of like, well, it seems kind of early. And I actually thought I was hearing it from y'all's house. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get that? <laughs> did you get that Texas in there? I love it. She just slips in y'all every once in yeah, a while. I mean, and I never just let it go. It's such a convenient pronoun. <laughs> it is. It really is. Because you mean you, me, and my yeah, husband. Exactly. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. So I thought that it was um, from your house. Um, and I was kind of thinking like, man, they're really like getting up and at them, you know, like <laughs> that is not like seems, Erica. It just seems earlier than I usually hear them like weed whacking and stuff. But, um, Chris came in from outside and he said, um, that the landscapers are actually next door. And he oh. said, and I have something really exciting to tell you. And I was like, oh. what is it? <laughs> He said, you remember those dead bushes? (gasps) The bushes. They're gone. (laughs) And I was like, yes. That's amazing. Triumph. So the dead standing bushes that have been there for three years Mm -hmm. have continued to be pruned. They're gone. That's amazing. It is. I, I feel like there is magic in this podcast. Like I know. speak it into the into mm-hmm. the universe and it will happen or mm-hmm. you'll get cupcakes mm-hmm. apologizing for it yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Well then I'm just gonna put this out there. In the shopping center where we can walk to mm-hmm. really awesome coffee shop and bakery. Yes. Let's perhaps see, bar. let's see it happen. And a bar. Oh yeah. Gosh, Don't forget I, the bar. Did I just waste my wish. <laughs> I know. I, I want mean, the bar. I want the bar. I feel like no, because here's the deal. I feel like the coffee shop bakery could go together. Yeah, in the afternoon. And it's then a the bar. bar could be set. Yeah. Totally. So that's still two wishes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I like it. Just gonna put that out there. So dead bushes are gone. There's nothing that replaces them. Do not care. I love it. They're gone. Yeah, that's way but be- nothing is better than dead bushes. So mm-hmm. that's good. It's awesome. Awesome. We managed to edit this part. <laughs> I'm gonna pause because I totally lost my train um, of thought. Okay. So you just I, busted. I have noticed I have noticed when I um Oh, I guess the reason is because for some reason I have to like click our Wi-Fi network every time. Oh, every time? I know. There's something weird in my computer settings that I haven't reset it. Okay. So I have to, you know, go through and choose our Wi-Fi network. Mm -hmm. And so I see all the Wi-Fi networks that I'm picking up, which there's a lot because all of our houses are so close and we have the neighbors right behind us. 
so I'm always seeing all these names and I'm like, what are people thinking naming their Wi-Fi networks this? I mm-hmm. just think it's really funny. So I wrote them all down, uh-huh. all the Wi-Fi networks that we can get at our house and yours. And I'm just going to read them. Okay, do it. I'm just going to share. I feel like as I read them, um, I think that you might realize that some people, um, well, they definitely don't know that you can change the name. Right. You, that you can customize it. You don't it's just have like to. like the provider. Exactly. One, two, three, four. You don't have to use that. There's one person that I think might have used their password as Ooh. the. I kind of want to try that out and see. But anyway, uh, let me. So anyway, <laughs> here are the Wi-Fi networks in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Abbott Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Always first 22. CenturyLink, which is a local internet provider. <laughs> right. CenturyLink 2562. Also CenturyLink. 6973, Commando, Beak G, Gamez, all capital letters. Oh, like I'm a gamer. I don't But with like. With the S? With flair. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> uh, HP Print 64 Office Jet 4630. That's their printer. <laughs> They're very confused. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, like, all, why all, it? all capital letters if it underscore setup hmm. JN Wi-Fi Linksys Macwell Motorola D7 A81 NTGR kind of like Netgear then dash parentheses um, quotation mark 8CL uh, dollar sign comma why that's complicated that's the one i think might be the password <laughs> it's like where you have to put like a number a symbol yeah. um ps3 1719393 maybe that goes with the game as that's <laughs> the game okay okay this is my favorite and i want to know these people the great intelligence and the great intelligence guest oh too excuse me i know they have a guest mm-hmm. that is the great intelligence to have a guest separate login guest wi-fi oh so anyway maybe someone's I like i feel like they're very sophisticated is someone running a bed and breakfast exactly. <laughs> on a street that we don't know That's about totally what that sounds like that's awesome my teeth totally hit the mic too by the way um okay and also i wanted us both to reveal okay maybe our listeners i think i know yours so both both of our wi-fi networks were in there so you guys um (laughs) can think about which one but so which is yours erica ours is commando Uh (laughs) uh-huh what's yours ours is macwell okay it's kind of a combination of both of our middle names cute so yeah i'm like who are these people ours is just a straight up um homage to arnold schwarzenegger's 1980 something classic because my husband i love it is obsessed i love Mm -hmm. it so anyway (laughs) i would be interested to know i mean i guess yeah if you're just automatically logging into your wi-fi every time but there's kind of something cool to seeing what's in what's in that area i like that all right well i think i have another another story but maybe i'll save it for next time oh okay how are we on time okay what do you think should i Uh, should i throw one out there let's i mean we're already just, here. Just yeah. We're already here. We, we got have these a mojito. Okay. Yeah. So I've been noticing, it's timely because I've just noticed this. I've been walking the dogs in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and I've been noticing that owl decoys are very popular around <laughs> these parts. <laughs> Why? Well, and I know that they're an actual, it's not just a decoration. I know that right. they're a decoy because one time we had a bit of a run-in mm. and I had to do some research. <laughs> so... I have a very little white chihuahua who uh-huh. kind of looks like a rabbit if you Ooh, yeah. see him from a, a an dark. owl's eye view, exactly. perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I have heard, I have like people that I know with horror stories of their very little dog being carried away by a oh hawk or an owl. So I've always been a little paranoid about uh-huh. this. So last, this was, this was probably like last fall, we were walking them and it was dark and we were down at the end of the street and there was like a lot of like bird flapping going on, okay. like noticeable amount of bird flapping okay. noise and i looked up and there were two humongous owls like oh it must have been a great horned owl. they were huge yes so i found that out in my research yes because i'm like that is not your average little barn right. owl or right. whatever so anyways i was like oh my gosh like no i'm not I, we Danger. were there but yeah i was like i don't like that so they they must have been mating season or something because they were 
not paying right. attention, but they were with each other. And then, so we turned around and headed back to our house and they followed us. Oh, they did. And one of them landed on the light post that is right across from uh-huh. our houses. And then I was, cause we were just going to go the other direction. And then I'm like, oh no, it's not safe to walk my little <gasps> rabbit looking oh dog right now. So I decided to go in the house. So I started uh-huh. to walk up our front walk uh-huh. with Buddy and it swooped down in our front yard and <gasps> landed did. on our gate. Oh my gosh. Like it was clearly at least paying attention really to him. Yeah. So I was freaked out. Like closed the oh dog door. Wouldn't, oh, there goes we the red, the red paint. paint. Wouldn't let him go outside. Was like looking online. Oh like, my gosh. what kind of owl is this? And That's is it dangerous? Scary. And what is like the size range? Right. You know? And I found out that they are very, they very much like to be in urban areas, especially uh-huh. during nesting time, uh-huh. which I'm like, you just think the, the biggest of all owls is right. probably the wildest too, uh-huh. like out in the very I far see. wild. Like I just right. didn't think they'd be in the city. Uh-huh. So it was for sure a great horned owl mm-hmm. and was maybe after my dog. And then I found out that people have a lot of decoys because it helps um, other birds not to make, yeah, they're very territorial and they're kind of the king of gotcha. birds. And so other birds don't make their nest there and it keeps away like vermin. Okay. And describe what an owl decoy looks like. Like an actual creepy <laughs> owl. Okay. So there's one in a house at a house like it, that's kind of on our normal uh-huh. walk in the nicer neighborhood right, that we oh talk right. about. Mm-hmm. And it freaked me out because the first time I noticed it was right after that happened. Oh and I was like, gosh. oh, and so I jumped every time oh. I saw it. And so then, so there's that one there. And then today I noticed one like in flight like there's oh a, it's gosh. it's sitting on like a um like the top of a of a brick wall mm-hmm. like a backyard wall uh-huh. and it's like wings <gasps> are up and it freaked me out like oh i was like what gosh. is that like they're really being convincing with this decoy so yeah so yeah. you think you might need to get one i don't know i mean would it scare away other owls i don't I mean, think it would fool them well you would think not but i don't know maybe i, don't I should know. get one Maybe so. It would startle me every time I saw it. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, you know, owls are a little like spooky and have that kind of connotation anyways. And then it was clearly at least paying attention Coming to my dog you. and I was not okay with it. Oh, man. So yeah. that's So watch out for the owls mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Guard, guard your little animals. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes where you can subscribe to the show. And we love it if you left us a review, if you like the show. You can check out the show notes for this episode where where we will include all the links for things that we mentioned on the show. Our blog is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we're on Twitter, of course. Find us at at HiGirlsNextDoor. And you can also always email us, HiGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. I don't know how we record a <laughs> podcast every every it's week. It's a small it miracle. Me.